Life in the trench. Hello? You play to win the game. Ooh, I'd have been down bad in them trench set ride that stick. Brought my life out the trench. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. I just hope we can win a game. I'm in the trenches, relax. Pipe down, cause when you really came from the trenches, you was raised in the trenches. You felt like you trailblazed for the trenches. Mm. Trench warfare. I've been in the trenches getting rich. All I wanna know if you got your popcorn ready. Welcome back to the Trenches Fantasy Football League. And man, week three recap on the way. Hey, follow us at the Trenches FFL on Twitter. We're on Apple and Spotify. Man, week three in the books. We're about to do this recap, hit up uh, waivers, uh, recording this on Thursday before the Thursday night matchup. So hitting up the waivers just cleared yesterday. Any injuries from week three? Um... And a couple trades that went through. So, but the main the main um, thing we got today is week three recap. And I got Russ with me today, man. Hey, three weeks down, man. We're 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 in the thick of the season. Things are starting to, you know, trends are starting to continue. How you feeling, man? Week three. Uh, I feel the same, man. It's just. Shit's just looking left, man. You know, it's just. And this is gonna be. I don't know. We're gonna. This is gonna we're be. Gonna a, talk, we're gonna. We're gonna talk about it, man. You know. I was gonna say it's gonna be gonna a down about. podcast, man. I'm one and two. You're zero and three. Man, it's gonna be some low energy. Nah, right I'm now. just. Nah, I, I, it's, I'm just down. I'm just down on the NFL. I'm just down in the NFL as a whole, bro. Like, I mean, only the only bright spot is not even fantasy related. It's just like my Giants two and one. Like, you know what I mean, like. We're looking like we starting to like, you know, get back on the groove, get back to like the our old ways and stuff. So I'm 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 my team's shitty in fantasy, but my real life team is doing good. Usually they never correlate. Like when the Giants are doing good, then I'm doing bad in fantasy. When I'm doing good in fantasy, the Giants suck. I can never get both best of both worlds. Gotta but. find the silver lining, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I figured this out, man. But yeah, let's go. Let's get it, man. Going into these week three, man. There was this was a very interesting week. We had three matchups that were were within less of a point. Three matchups. Um, we'll dive straight into that. Um, I was in one of those matchups. Me and Rogers. This was a divisional matchup. He was two and zero going into the week. I was one and two. Man, this was a tough one. His final score, Roger scored 96.35. I scored 95.5. Literally like .9 away from a W. Um, If we go into the matchup, the breakdown, you know, as far as like my team, I got performances from everybody minus kind of what I was expecting. Minus DeAndre Swift and Rashad Bateman. And I really wasn't expecting a whole lot from Rashad Bateman. But, you know, the DeAndre Swift injury was uh, the the main reason I lost. Like, literally. Because, you know, DeAndre Swift scoring six points, you know, he got hurt. They He was already going to be on a snap count going into the game. But he was on a snap count week two and put up 15. Um, but obviously now he has a shoulder injury, which we'll dive into that, that uh, later when we dive into all the injuries that's happened. That was the main takeaway why I lost. And obviously Mike Evans, you know, missing, you know, that, and I would be playing Mike Evans over Rashad Bateman. So injuries, man, it's fantasy football. It is what it is. Um, 
and as far as, and I'll go into like start sit decisions that I made that could have, you know, changed the outcome. Um, but looking at Rogers team, you know, Justin Herbert didn't have a good week. He put up 15, Kareem Hunt seven, Cordell Patterson carried him, put up 21. Mm-hmm. And that's the other interesting thing too, was Justin Jefferson, man, scored 2.9 points. That's the type of shit where it's like, man, when you go against Rogers and he does that, you got to, you got to capitalize, get a W. Um, but also Pittman had a good day, put up 11. Mark Andrews, again, this is two weeks in a row where like it's paying him dividends drafting Mark Andrews in the third round, put up 24. And his defense, man, he almost fucked up. He almost fucked up so bad. Uh, Michael, I'll get to the defense. Michael Thomas put up seven, okay. The Falcons defense put up one point. Man, he that was almost disastrous. What would make him want to play a Falcons defense? I don't know, man. I think his thought process was just like the Seahawks offense isn't great, and you know we have a good secondary, but I, I, I honestly yeah, don't they know. Were dead. I don't know. I, I thought y'all did too, but they've been getting their asses cooked recently this year. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I truly don't know exactly why he started them, but hey. Man, and two, like just breaking down the matchup when it came down to, because you got to think about that was the four o'clock game. And I had Cortland Sutton going into Sunday night. And I'm sitting here looking at the matchup. And like at the time, the Falcons defense going to the last drive, they were at like negative three. Now I think they were at negative two points. And if the Seahawks score that drive, he's going down to like negative five points. And then the Falcons end up getting a sack, which is one point and an interception on that final drive. That gives him three points. And as you see, I lost by .9. So, like, that literally swayed it. Like, the Falcons' defense killed him, but at the same time saved him at the end of the day, which is crazy. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that was, like, the main thing. Like I said, I had Cortland Sutton going on Sunday night, and I felt pretty good. I knew he had to get a touchdown, though, because um, he ended up putting 13.7 points, which is a very good outing from him. Um, Well, a good outing. It wasn't very good. Um, but without a touchdown, that's what you want from like a flex spot, 13 points, but came up just short. The only takeaway I would say um, when it comes to start-sit decision, because I ended up making a decision where I sat A.J. Dillon and started J.D. McKissick. Now, I knew I was sitting A.J. Dillon because I said it like I said it on the podcast last week. I was like, I just know A.J. Dillon's going to get shut down. The Buccaneers defense is no joke. And I knew I could get like seven to ten from a JD McKissick, which isn't great. But if you look at the running back landscape, like that's what every running back's doing, like seven to fifteen, even like these top end guys. So I was like, I can live with that. And I ended up starting him. He gave me seven points, like I thought. But what killed me was obviously Chase Edmonds. He put up fifteen. I didn't start him. I didn't even think about starting Chase Edmonds to be honest. So but see, I'm, that's but see, that's kind of crazy to me though, because it's like you drafting him to be that running back to fill in if you need to. So it's kind of like why search the waiver wire if it ain't a – especially the guys you, you picked up. Like you picked up guys that like are utilizing a passing game, but you know they boom like probably once every five weeks. Like they don't – like like you're right. You're going to get the little six, five, and seven points and stuff from them, but that's not necessarily what you want neither, though. You obviously will want more than that. So that's why I was just kind of like – why do you like? It's kind of one of the things like you got Chase Edmonds, you got him as I guess your third back on your team. 
it's like, why not play him if you need to play him? That's the purpose of him being on your bench. Like, what else is he on your bench for then? But point? the thing is with Chase Edmonds, I expected him to be more of a, not necessarily a workhorse, but get like a 60-40 split. And from week two, from week one to week two, it went down. And if you look, bro, he literally had like five and six rushes the first two weeks and barely any receptions. So, uh-huh. like, I, 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 like, of course, yes, I drafted him to be that, but I have to be real of what's happening in the NFL. And to be honest, like, look at what he did. Like, he only, he got into the end zone twice. He scored 15 points, got into the end zone twice. Same thing, like, his utilization was not, it was what I thought it was going to be, but he just got into the end zone twice. So, like, my thought process wasn't wrong there. It was just he fell into the end zone twice. Like, that's, like, that's, like, for real. Like, I, I yes, I drafted him to be that, but at the same time, like, I still got to maneuver. Like, just because I drafted him to be that doesn't mean that, like, I'm just going to be stagnant and stick with it. Like, I'm still happy with my thought process because what happened, happened. Like, he was underutilized again. J.D. McKissick was heavily involved in the passing game. Like, I knew he would be because they would be down. And A.J. Dillon got shut out. Like I said, it's just Chase Edmonds got into the end zone twice. So, yeah, could I start him in one? Sure. And like, I, but I'm really not that upset because I did make a right decision. At least Jaden gets over AJ Dillon. So taking some positive from it, of course, like that sucks. Like these wins, these losses add up and that could kill me at the end of the year, but I'm not too down on it. Um, no, I'm not, no, I'm not saying you should be down like, like at all. That's not, I'm just saying like, I'm not like without. I don't have you know. You don't have like a lot of. You didn't have a lot of injuries, so it's not like you had to to swift away. You didn't have to like jump to the waiver wire when you had a running back that you drafted as your third back to just plug in. You know, that's. I think that's where like not overthinking fantasy sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And we and, and like I said, we all tend to do so. But like I know, like Rashawn, like that's the reason he always say, I have a bench for a reason. Like I'm not jumping to the waiver wire. Like if somebody's not playing they out, I'm going to my bench and plugging and playing. I don't care about match. I don't care about nothing. I'm playing them because that's sometimes you can reap the benefits of it. Like if you would have played them, let's just say you would have just said, fuck yeah, he's on my bench. I'm playing them, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you, did you play them? He gave you that. You'd probably been like, fuck, like you'd have felt good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you'd have felt really good about that. But I mean, that's like I said, like there's nothing wrong with it at all. Like, like I'm not, I'm absolutely not saying nothing wrong, but Sometimes it's just don't. Sometimes I guess that's what you can say in fantasy. Like you're trying not to overthink shit. Sometimes like, buddy on your bench. You know what I'm saying? It's been two bad games. That third game usually when somebody you know does something. You feel me? Like no, that's fair. But at the same time, like well, first of all, I would never take that approach. And all you know, everyone can play how they how they want. I would never take that approach of just like starting just to start them because I draft them to be that. Like I said, I'm still happy that I made a decision that was the right decision, at least over J.D. McKissick over A.J. Dillon. Because let's be real, a lot of people wouldn't have done that. So, like, I did make a decision off of, you know, matchups and what I thought would happen in the games, and it was correct. I There was just another decision that I could have made was slightly better. So, not too down on it, but um, that's it for that matchup. Yeah, I'm down to one and two. I got to I gotta get a W, man. Um, and Rodgers is up to three and oh. Um... We'll dive into your matchup. It was um, the battle of the 0-2s going into week three. It was uh, Russell versus Baton. Man, Baton took out took the W, 90.75 to 80.75, one by 10. Um, I'll let you uh, talk about what happened. Man, just... Mm-hmm, just... 
just mediocre performances. Not, nothing, no, no blow up games for nobody on the squad. Just regular numbers. 10, 10 from Jonathan Taylor, just five, four point nine from Miles Sanders, thirteen from Terry, T. Higgins, eleven, basically twelve. Like everything's just real, like blah, no blow up numbers on my bench. Like Zeke put up fourteen, didn't think about playing him, so I don't really care. Uh DK put up uh 14.9. He got a touchdown. Didn't think about playing him either. So I don't really I don't I would I I don't have no reason to say, oh well I should have started him because I never was going to start them because their offenses weren't performing well. Um they both were very, 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 very bad their first two weeks. So they like I said, that third week, like, oh, they, they performed their third week. So, you know, Miles Sanders was on the was performing well. Um he was due for a mediocre game, so it happened. You know, I didn't think it should have happened against the uh, the the Redskins. I think, I mean, the uh, Commanders. I thought he should have, you know, put up some more points in that. Matthew Stafford, I definitely wanted more points from him against that good matchup against Arizona. But I ain't gonna lie, like they just was just just like it's like they just had that game from the jump. Like Cooper Cup gets like a sweep and runs it in for a touchdown, and then they got a rushing touchdown from Cam Makers, and it's like. Arizona never like showed them like oh like we're gonna we're, we're making a push to come back and beat y'all so it was just like they just was running the ball like it just they didn't have to push the ball in the air like you know what I mean so I was watching that game too because I knew I needed points from Matthew Stafford and like I'm not disappointed in this outing because of the game script you know what I mean like the game script they didn't have to throw a lot like or they didn't you know what I'm saying they didn't just have to do much like Arizona didn't give them no pressure. So, and it was a low scoring game, but at no point in that game did I feel like, yeah, the Rams are going to lose this game or Arizona's going to make a comeback. So they just was just like, they let they foot off the pedal. So sometimes game scripts obviously affects, you know, fantasy. A little bit disappointed with Javante Williams. Um, that was a tough matchup, though, going against San Fran. So I wasn't expecting a lot. It's just teams not clicking. Bayton, you know, Bayton did his thing. His team was mediocre, too. He just had a big game. Like he got the he got the big game from at least one of his players, well from two of his players, which was Singletary and uh Amari Cooper, and it helped carry them, you know. So just you know, just gotta just weather the storm, man, you know. Uh, I, I gotta oh. do I do have to say something though, because mm-hmm. literally all the critiques you just gave me, you did the exact mm-hmm. same thing I did. Cause okay. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Cause with what? Yeah, well, with Zeke. Cause like I just said, like I wasn't even thinking about starting Chase Edmonds, but he had two down weeks. The week three came, and you sat but him you went, and started went, Miles you went, Sanders. You, went, you, you listen to the key, man. You went to the waiver wire and picked up piss poor running backs. I didn't go to the waiver wire and play nobody. I played well, what he's I piss poor, but I, performed better than Miles Sanders. But, but but bro, that's not the that's not the conversation, bro. I my I brought it up to say you draft you went to the waiver wire. Picked up running backs when you had somebody on your bench that you drafted that you probably should have played. That's what I'm saying. I didn't run to the way I didn't play nobody from the waiver wire. I that's why I have a bench. That's why you have a bench. You have a bench. Well, they're on my bench bench. now because I picked them up. Right, but 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 no, 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 no. Listen to me, man. You because you what I'm we're saying two different things. I'm saying, hey, you're not gonna play somebody that's been in a star lineup. You got somebody on your bench that's healthy. That's in a good offense. Just plug them in. Don't overthink it. I you went to the waiver wire and played them. Okay, cool. I was just saying, hey, you might not. You might not want to have to overthink. I didn't overthink. I just played the hot hand. I played somebody that I drafted. Are those players that I drafted? Yes, all of them are players I drafted. So I just played what I had on my bench. 
oh, so and so had two bad games in a row. Okay, I'm gonna place this dude off the bench that I drafted. But that, but it's that, two but things. right, but it's it's the same thing. But like, because you just it's not the same what, thing. No, These are players I drafted. At no, all what bench. I'm what I'm saying is my thought process was the exact same. Well, th- when I said. I never thought about playing Chase Edmonds was the same reason you never thought about playing Ezekiel Elliott. That's the exact same. So you pick somebody else to put in that starting yeah, but lineup. That's your, but that's your own argument. That was my argument. My argument was you drafted Chase Edmonds as your third back, did you not? Yes, you did. So I'm saying if you have a running back that you're starting your RB2 spot that you don't want to play because of a bad matchup, you plug in your third back. That's what I did. I don't like, I didn't like, uh, Zeke hasn't been performing. I plug in Miles Sanders, who I drafted. That's what I'm saying. I didn't go, to the, my thing is you went to the waiver wire to pick up somebody when you already had somebody on your bench that was healthy that you drafted. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's not what we're saying, two different things. You can't compare them. You picked up two players off the waiver wire and decided to play one when you already had somebody. I didn't go to the waiver wire. Who I plugged and played is people that I drafted. I don't have a need to run to the waiver wire and play nobody right now when players that I just drafted three weeks ago are healthy. That's all I'm saying. We're saying two different right. things. Not, right, not, not, not but, but right. But what I'm saying, what, where, I don't, where I disagree is because if you have somebody that you drafted that's underperforming mm-hmm. two weeks, it makes sense to go to the waiver wire and get somebody that you think could perform better. Just because yeah, I but, drafted somebody doesn't mean I have to start them. Then why they on you? Well, then why is he on your bench then? Like if you okay, this is my thing. Why is why are you like why is he on your bench if you like this early? Why is he on your bench then? Chase Edmonds. Yeah, because he literally had like six rushes and five rushes the first two games, and then uh-huh. was not heavily involved in the passing game like I thought he'd be. So why? And the same bench? and the same thing happened this week. He just got two goal line carries. I mean, well, that's my, but I mean, no, I don't care how you guys points. You guys points. Right. No matter like, you know what I'm saying? No matter. No, I'll take that any day. I don't give a fuck. His right? utilization, his utilization is not what I thought it would be. And it's still that case. Like it's still, he still was not utilized what I thought he was going to be when I drafted him. So it's time I'm to just, maneuver. I'm just saying, I'm just saying we, we, and we, we just three weeks in like this, this is not a big deal. That's why I said it's not a big deal. I'm just looking at it like, Oh, you, maybe I, I, I wouldn't have overthought it. Basically, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to play my guy that I got on my bench. So I, this is not a big deal. I'm not I'm not criticizing nothing. I'm just talking. We're just conversating, conversing. So I'm just saying you have him there. You didn't like the matchup with A.J. Dillon. Just plug and play your guy. Because at the end of the day, he is going against the Bills. You know there was going to be some scoring going on regardless. You know what I'm saying? You know there was going to be some scoring. So, they, they, yeah, the, the fucking Dolphins – been you know they've been doing good and stuff like that but you're going against the number one offense in the league which is the bills so you know they got to put up points chase emmons could have got a touchdown like i would look at that like okay the matchup shows oh shit these motherfuckers gonna have to put up some points one of the highest scoring totals of the week like i'll plug it in instead of i mean you you happy with playing jd mckissick he got you a little bit more points than aj Dillon, but i'm just like i mean it, i mean it is jd mckissick at the end of the day too like I would rather, like me personally, and this is my, we, you know, we think differently in fantasy, so we could just give our perspectives and move on. I would rather have played a guy that I have my best eye draft and give me that than me feeling happy that Ch- JD McKissick off the waiver wire, who's very fucking mediocre, like super mediocre, only gives me seven points. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm looking at. I would like, I, I just wouldn't have done that. 
personally. Like, right, right. And, that, and that's right. his last thing I'll say. We'll move on. Like I said, mm-hmm. just because, you know, you could, it's easy to sit back and say after Chris, uh, Chase Edmonds scores two touchdowns that like, oh, he could have gotten to the end zone. But like the, the problem is, is that Raheem Mostert got way more involved week two. And I saw that. And it's like, I don't want to be in a position to where I can get the same outcome that he did the first two weeks when I know J.D. McKissick is going to get a lot of passing work. And like I said, yeah, sure, he did end up getting the end zone twice, and that was the thing. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I never thought about starting him just like you didn't think about starting Zeke. That's why Mm -hmm. I'm not mad. Just like you, that's why that was my point. It's, like, the same reason why you're not mad because you still would have lost, but you would have lost by, like, less than a point if you Mm would have started Zeke. So, like, Mm -hmm. I know that, like, that's not eating you up. But like, if, you know what I'm saying? But like at the same thing, like I'm not super eating up. The fact, I didn't start Chase Edmonds. I never even thought about it. Now, now listen, if you, if, as long as you can live, I go, I'm majority of the time, but I'm not going to say all the time. Majority of the times I live with my decisions because I already make it, I already, from the beginning of the week, when the, like from the beginning of the week, I'm looking at my line. I'm like, okay, who I, who I want to play. There's always at least two spots that you could contemplate. One or two spots, one spot for sure. You contemplate with somebody on your bench. And then for some teams they got two so for me like it's like okay i got two look at the matchup oh he's been down these two games this third game he gotta do something you know what i'm saying so for me but i could when i tell myself like no i'm gonna start these guys and i'm gonna live with it and when it when it when it works when it works out good and when it don't work out i'm living with it because at the end of the day it's like i told myself i'm living with that decision so you obviously did the same thing too that's why i said we both don't feel bad we were just having two different opinions about the play of it because you told me well shit you did the same thing i'm like well not really because i mean i'm i'm playing somebody that i have on my bench another running back that's an rb2 that i felt good of plugging and playing instead of just going like i ain't i ain't fucking with no jd mckissick and them this early in the season i'm sorry i'm just saying uh, i'd rather just die with a sword like i ain't nah that's that's the difference is where like i am <laughs> like i'm willing to make like waiver wire moves and play players like i'm willing to do but anything. they're not good though bro like jd mckissick like, he's just not he good was, for, like he was he's not good better than aj Dillon. so i was right <laughs> so like i get it uh-huh. but like at the same time like he's going to be involved in the passing game and i know that and that's guaranteed points uh but okay. anyways we'll move on we'll move on mm-hmm. um but this is the last thing I'll say about Baton. I got to give him a lot of respect, man. I mean, I don't love uh, the Raheem Mosa start was kind of crazy, but he sat Josh Jacobs and Alvin Kamara. And I know Alvin Kamara was like still kind of on an injury and stuff, but like starting Devin Singletary and him. I doing don't, that, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not giving no respect. I don't think he fucking, I don't think he looked at his shit this week personally. I don't think so. Cause this shit been the same since I don't think he touched this shit. I don't think he touched his stuff. I don't, I do my, and all, all, like I said, fantasy is like, it's a game, man. People got lives. They, yeah, people playing, but he, you know, people really got kids and really working. He, he a drill sergeant. So he working odd hours and stuff. So he, this probably, he probably, it probably really slipped his mind, but ain't no way in hell he was going to keep Raheem Mostert in and not play fucking Josh Jacobs. That's fair. And that's fair. Cause like I said, you probably looking at the matchup. I didn't, I wasn't looking at his roster I didn't even, anything. Bro, like, I, I didn't don't even know. Real, I didn't even, I, bro, I put this on everything. I didn't even realize he didn't plug them in till like after the game started. You were probably feeling good as fuck too. You, you were probably I, mean, like, I was just yeah. like, what? Like, I mean, I'm not big on Alva Kamara cause I'm, I'm, I mean, if, if Alva Kamara went off, two games in a row then hell yeah but they all all running backs been kind of shitty so it really i don't know how to judge nobody right now to be completely honest but if i was to say i'm looking at it like oh, okay well damn 
he fucked that up. That's what I said, but it worked out for him because I didn't do shit. So, you know, but I was just looking at it like, man, he must have got caught up. I felt I immediately said like he got caught up. There's no way. It's just no way. Like, yeah, John Jacobs been very consistent. Like, oh, there's just no way. But right. Um, but all right, man, we're moving to the next matchup. We had a uh, Winstein versus um, Lish. Winston just keeps Team getting action. man. This man Lish or Winston just keeps getting victories, man. He just keeps doing it. Um, uh, Winston took home the dub, one hundred two point six five to eighty eight point two. Now that both teams are two and one, uh, I know Lish came into the week two and zero. Uh, Winston was one and one. Man, Monday night saved Winston. He came through big on Monday night. Um, I know that's what it came down to. And obviously, David Montgomery getting hurt was a problem. Um, but I know going into Monday night, um, Winstein was down because he had CeeDee Lamb um, and the Cowboys defense. And they scored a total of 28 points. So I guess he came into the week. Um, he was at like 80 going into Monday night. Um and I don't think that he had anybody, uh, Lish had anybody that night. No, he didn't. So he was sitting at like 80 points, maybe like high 70s going into it. So he's probably expecting to win that. But uh, C.D. Lamb getting that touchdown helped him out tremendously. He ended up winning by 14. So he squeezed out the W. Um, you know, Winston's team, both running backs put up 10. Joe Burrow put up 25. Nine from Jamar Chase, 18 from C.D., Kittle put up four. Hey, double tight ends, baby. Tight end in the flex. Zach Ertz put up seven. Um, man, he just got it done. Team just, you know, ended up putting up 100 points. He just he just got it done. It is what it is. But, uh, yeah, if you look at Lish's side, you know, Josh Allen did his thing. David Montgomery getting hurt was big. Um, you, could, you could say, I, I mean, if he's healthy, if you look at what Khalil Herbert did, you could definitely say, like, if he's healthy that whole game, David Montgomery could have, you know, won him this matchup because he lost by 14. Um, but injuries happen. I don't man. know. I don't know. Khalil Herbert is just better than David Montgomery. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, man. He's just, he's just, he's better. I mean, David no, Montgomery's no. good though, man. I like, every he's, time I David watch Montgomery, him, he's good. David Montgomery is, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a good power back, but Khalil Herbert is that and more. Like yeah. Khalil Herbert better. And they, you could already be like, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I would not be surprised. And they're not gonna do it because at the end of the day, they they could sometimes some teams look in the best interest of the players and they're like, okay, well, we're not gonna resign you, but you know, we'll help you. We're a bad team, we're gonna help you keep your stats up. You could get some money in the offseason from like Melvin team. Gordon but, last year, pretty much. Yeah, they like, yeah. they are letting him they are letting David Montgomery walk. Khalil Herbert is their future. Yeah. Um, but yeah, David Montgomery being hurt definitely hurt him. Regardless, it would have definitely made it closer. Um, mm-hmm. And Damian Harris, solid game, put up eleven. Stephon Diggs, ten. Brandon Cooks and Darren Waller, both of them put up three points. That hurt him. Uh, Garrett Wilson mm-hmm. put up nine in the flex, solid. And his defense kicker both put up nine. Yeah, I mean that's the story. David Montgomery getting hurt, and his you know Cooks and Waller not performing. Um, I'm, su- I'm surprised with Davis Mills and Brandon Cooks they that they, they not clicking. Right now, I think they'll get it going, but I'm surprised because, like, when Davis Mills came in last year, that's when Brandon Cooks kind of started taking off. Yeah, his first two weeks weren't too bad, though, right? Brandon Cooks this year, he not he not doing good, bro. I think he's like number, he's like ranked fifty something. Um, okay, he not doing he not uh, doing good so far, though. I think he'll pick it up though. 
But um, but yeah, I mean, I don't see any start sit decision that we really would have sway. I mean, he had Russell Gage on his bench, but I don't see him starting him over uh, maybe over Cooks, um, but probably not. I ain't starting no goddamn Jets players, man. You kiss my ass. I ain't fucking with it. I don't care. No man. Jets players. No, man. I just don't, man. That's the most uncomfortable feeling in fantasy to start somebody from the Jets, man. That shit just don't feel. It never feels right, man. They just. I would not feel right starting anybody from the Jets until they get until a quarterback gets solidified there. Cause it's like they they are jinx, bro. That franchise is legit jinx, bro. You know how much defensive talent they have on there, and they still get fucked up by offenses. <laughs> like yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, every man. year, like, every year, I think the Jets yeah, have good defense. Shit, weird, man. They really jinx, man. Something is they got a black cat rolling in that franchise, man. Yeah, but... it is od. I, I think like they got. I do. Th- no, that's what I was say. I do think they have some good weapons on offense that you could play. I, I not. I, I wouldn't say guys that you would start every single week, but like startable pieces. And I, I like. I mean, the running backs are doing decent. At least in the running back landscape right now, they're actually doing pretty good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they doing all right. Yeah. But uh, Zach Wilson now is Zach Wilson healthy? Yet? Mm. Yeah, we'll see. I have no idea. Hold your breath because it could it could flip. Play. Hey, Elijah Moore about to be. <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll we'll see what's gonna happen. I, that's that whole situation. Yeah, with Zach Wilson, it was a wait and see. Um, we'll go into the next matchup. We had uh, Rowan and Johnson. Another game. This one was man. This one was crazy. Oh shit, that was that close, bro. And this is what's so crazy is Johnson had ready. bro. Johnson had um. Oh, never mind. It's this. It's the next matchup that's super close. Um, this one is 118.85, sure. 118.60. Damn, yeah. The he next matchup is the one two. I was thinking of. Yeah, point two. He lost by point two five. That one's tough. That's crazy. Uh, Rowan was undefeated going to the week. He's still undefeated. He squeezed out the matchup, won by point two five. Um, you know, his week, you know, both solid weeks. 118 is a good week from your fantasy roster. Um, Derek Carr did solid. David is. I told job. you I liked his roster, man. Yeah, Najee Harris. It's just really consistent. Um, mm-hmm. Najee Harris and Nick Chubb. You know, eleven seventeen. AJ Brown's a monster so far this year. Put up seventeen. Allen Robinson with three. Um, but J- but hey, man, starting Jamal Williams. He's, he he rolled with the hot hand and it paid dividends. Jamal Williams put up twenty three. Dallas Goddard ten. Uh, and then the four. Man, he didn't have a he didn't have a huge decision. He don't got nothing on his bench. That's true because Jerry Judy was kind of <laughs> hobbled. I mean, he could de- he could have definitely started Jerry Judy just knowing that he was healthy going into the week. But still, like that decision. I mean, that was the right decision, and he it got him a W. So, oh yeah, kudos sure. kudos to him. That's definitely one Jerry Judy. He you could see that. Um, but but still, kudos. I mean, he made all the right decisions, even. Allen Robinson over Jerry Judy. He doesn't make that decision. He loses because and they only scored point five points away from each other. But Allen Robinson was that right decision. So he made all the right decisions this week. Um, and looking at Johnson squad, Kyler's just not been Kyler this year. Eighteen points, which is okay, but you 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 want more from Kyler 16. from where you drafted him. Oh, 16. Yeah, I can't even see. Damn, sixteen. Yeah, not good. Um, J.K. This is his first week back, correct? Yeah, I probably wouldn't have ran him the first week back. Yeah, so he put up five. Um, Clyde Brazilier, solid. Um, <laughs> I think he had no rushing yards. He still put a 12 Yeah, points. bro. Um, did he have two touchdowns? Yeah, he put Four. up. Yeah, he had zero, bro. He had, zero, he had like seven carries for zero yards. <laughs> 
Did he? Yeah, have, no defense. Indiana run defense. Did he up, have? Man. Did he have like a play? Where, I saw that. Did he have a play where he had like a bunch of negative yards or just no? Just like all of them were just stuffed. Nah, he was just getting stuffed, bro. I was watching the game a little bit. He was just getting like damn. He just couldn't run. Like, damn. None of them really run on him. That's why he got them. He got them yards off of passing. Yeah. Um, Cooper Cup fourteen. Devonta Smith big start. Um, you know he put up twenty six point nine. That was a really good start from him. Uh, Travis Kelsey fifteen did his thing. Tony Pollard good start and the flex put up ten in his defense. I mean he had a great week. I mean he really did have a good week. J.K. Dobbins was the only one and like, but if you look at his bench, he didn't even, he doesn't even have a running back on his bench. I mean he started his best lineup. Um, so like you could argue like you know maybe a Tyler Boyd or somebody in the flex and he Keenan Allen's out for him still so. You know, I mean, he had a good week. It's just fantasy, man. Other team put up. Just yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad at his lineup. I probably looking yeah. at it now. I probably have fucked around and threw uh, JK in yeah. my flex too. Yeah. So, so um, you know, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that he made any wrong decisions. It just, hey, rolling. Hey, man, it don't matter. Man. Put, uh, at the end of the day, man, that that being him being one and two, but the amount of points he's putting up, it shouldn't even matter. He's good. He's. he's <laughs> He's good. Yeah, especially if J.K. gets into the fold. Um, that'll be good for his team. Uh, last two matchups. This is the one I was about to talk about. I thought it was this matchup, but it was the Colson and Sapan matchup. This one was bananas. I was paying attention to this. So Rowan, or Colson ended up winning. Colson's 2-1. and one. He put up 104.6. Uh, Sapan put up 103.75. This is what's crazy. And we'll, we'll, I, I just want to say this first. He, Sapan had Graham Gano. He had Graham Gano on Monday night, and Graham Gano put up 14, bro. And mind you, they had that one kick Should blocked. Should have been 19. That's what I'm saying. He had that one kick blocked, so that's tough. And imagine, too, because like another one of his field goals, if he's just like five yards back on one of his field goals, that's a W. Because like if he just gets one more point, that's crazy. It was crazy. I was watching. I was like, fuck. When he blocked that, I was because I was thinking, I was like, man, that could really hurt him because I could see like your kick your kicker can come out with like 16, yeah, get, 17 get points. Minus, you get minus one if it get blocked. Yeah. And that's the that's it. Even if that doesn't get blocked, that's what's crazy, bro. It was it was that was wild. Um but as far as the teams, uh Jalen Hurts is a monster on Colson's mm-hmm. squad. Uh put up 31. Derek Henry finally had a Derek Henry day, put up 22. Uh Leonard Fournette put up nine. Deontay Johnson Gabe Davis um uh, 12 and 5 from them. Mm. Tight end, 1.5 from Logan Thomas. James Conner put up seven. And then Saints defense, six, kicker, nine. Quarterback, save. Yep, quarterback and Derrick Henry. Big weeks. Um, and then as far as the Pans roster, um, you know, 16 from Jared Goff, Dalvin Cook. Damn, if Dalvin Cook didn't fumble, even down to that. That's what I'm saying, and that and that's, it's so crazy too. Like going, like looking at all those Man, matchups, all those fucking matchups that are like within one point. Like my, I had Rashad Bateman that fumbled, and I had like that's the Falcon situation. It's so crazy the small things that happen that can sway a matchup. Um, I love it. But Sapan, uh, Joe Mixon, just not good. Five points. Uh, Mike Williams, eight. Marquise Hollywood Brown finally had a really good outing, twenty-one points. Frymuth was Yo, five. To, ha- to only have a hundred and forty yards on fourteen receptions is ass, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, ten yards ever said. Yeah, he should have. If that was Antonio Brown, I'd have a three hundred yard game, bro. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, 
Michael Carter put up five. Bengals defense, 15. Graham Gano, like I said, he put up 14. I mean, looking at his bench, Ramondre Stevenson, he's not – I mean, maybe he put you could start Ramondre Stevenson over Michael Carter, but, like, you're not starting him over. I am not playing no Jets. I just – them Jets, man, I'm fucking – I never – these dudes running with them Jets, man. I don't – Fuck it, I'm playing with Monte Stevenson over him. Fuck it, I'm not doing Michael Carter. Bro. Respect, like, and I, I also I will respect this too because it's correct me if I'm wrong. Is Sapana a Panthers fan? Hell yeah, he is. I I respect to this man. I I all do respect, man. Sitting DJ Moore, he knows. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no biases there. Like, he sat DJ Moore, and it was the right decision. A lot of respect there. I I got I just got to shout him out there because I, I thought he was. Oh, um, what's so hard about the decision going against fucking? It's not, Mar- that, but that's going my, against Marshawn Lattimore with fucking Baker Mayfield playing not that at, shit. Not at all. But all I'm saying is, I know a couple people in this league. They're not sitting anybody from their team. That's not happening. Um, but anyways, yeah, that was a good decision sitting him, but still couldn't squeeze out a victory. Man, it's just those close victories. Those hurt, man. Those hurt. Um. The last matchup, this was a, one of the key matchups. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather get blown out. Yeah, this was another key matchup going into the week. It was White versus Reynolds. Um, Reynolds, they were both one-on-one going into the matchup. It's a divisional <laughs> Damian matchup. Damian Pierce. Man. <laughs> man, man, man. So, looking at Reynolds' squad, I mean, he put up 101.9. Jay White put up 132 even. Looking at Reynolds. Those, and, those, and those numbers don't even... I'm gonna be honest with you. If I was Reynolds, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. I'll take that loss. Like, I'm looking at that. Like, that seems like a semi bad week, semi decent week from his team. Like, to me, that's where Jalen Waddle and Amamra. That's where I would have. Those are the numbers I would have wanted from them if I drafted them when I went running back heavy the first three rounds. Like, those numbers right there are like perfect. If I can get those consistently or better, that's what you want. Because him having three like three-headed monsters at the running back. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. those, going into the season, those are the numbers he would have won. They've obviously been overachieving. Like, so that's just been like, oh, shit, I'm getting way more. But those two, those numbers right there, it's like the expectations you want for them to get along with your running backs going crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I would even, if I was him, I looked at that loss and, okay, chalk it up fine. Because on a bad week, like, Chris McCaffrey against New Orleans puts up 12.5 against New Orleans defense. Like, that's really good. I mean, the past two probably did better, but obviously he's a – obviously you think this, Chris McCaffrey might not be the same no more. So, like, that's still good. Like, Patrick Mahomes, like, you know, you want more, but that's – that's his team did all right. Like, I, if I was him, I would look at that and I would just keep – I would even adjust – like, he don't need to make no lineup adjustment or nothing. Just roll right into next week. Like, yeah, I think, I think that's how he's feeling too. I think he's still really happy with this roster. Um you know, Aaron Jones, like, you know, he had a bad week going against Tampa. Like, like I said, I knew that with A.J. Dillon. I, I expected Aaron Jones to have a little better than that, four points. But, um, but yeah, that was a, a tough matchup. And then, like you said, yeah, solid outing from the receivers. You know, running backs did solid. You know, Saquon did his thing. And that's the thing, the way his team set up, like you said, having the three-headed monsters, like, even Chris McCaffrey putting up 12 is okay for him because, like, if you look mm-hmm. at everybody else's running backs, like, you know, 12 points from your RB2 is good. So, yeah. and, you know, he has Saquon that still came out with 20. So, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I wouldn't be too upset if I was him. Don't really need to change James much. Robinson, man. But, Whew. man, Jay White, man, I, I was 100% wrong on James Robinson. Like, I, Well, nobody thought James Robinson was going to be what he is right now. But, huh? 
No, no huh? bro, he's running back force. Relax. Huh? Nobody thought he was gonna be. No, there. no, no. If you no, if you no, thought no, no. if you thought James Robinson was gonna no. this, you would have drafted his ass. No, it don't gotta be about that. I no. All everybody else is down. I I didn't that don't mean I didn't want him on my team. Do you know what I'm saying? I just had other people I rather would rather had. You know what I'm saying? But I did say I was like, bro, James Robinson is gonna be fine. He has no limitations. You know what I'm saying? I just me personally, this is what I thought. Like you saying him being run, I didn't think he'd be running back four. No, I didn't. But do I think he was gonna be a for sure RB two, high end RB two? Yes. And but only thing that would have worried me a little bit is because of like, well, they did draft Travis Etienne in the first round. That's so the, that's they are gonna utilize him. But man, I should have thought more into it. Like, man, that's a different coaching staff that had him. And W Peterson don't give a fuck about Travis Etienne like that. Like for the looks of things, he liked James Robinson better. And he, yo, James Robinson looks, he looked just like he did before. Like, man, uh, that's a good, like, I, I said that about White Team too, bro. I was like, he got the play. He he has four, four. One of them ain't performing, which is Austin Eckler. But when you have somebody that you didn't expect, like James Robinson, perform on Austin Eckler's level, that's a plus, you know. What and saying? that's well, I said I did say that the same thing about his team. I didn't. It wasn't James Robinson, but I did say the same thing because he has like his for sure. It's like he has Lamar, and like for what he did this week, obviously Lamar's Lamar been Lamar this year. Put up forty one. He's going nuts. Um, Austin Eckler is underperforming still. Put up nine. But this was my point with his team is like I agree with you. I was like he has those solidified pieces and Tyreek Hill. Going and getting Christian Kirk, I probably, me personally, I would have, I didn't, I don't think I talked much about this. I personally would have rather had T. Higgins still as well, but Christian Kirk's still doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he put up 16. Yep. Tyler Conklin is getting it done at the tight end spot. I don't know what the fuck planet we're on right now, but he, Jets, he put up 12. James Robinson, 19. Uh, Texans defense, eight. And Brandon McManus put up four. But like I said, my, my thing I said about White Seam is he has those solidified pieces. If he can get some of those guys that he got, those young, rookies like one or two of them to break out like it's gonna be it could get real scary and Damian Pierce looks like he's coming into the fold and even his receivers like Drake London and Chris Olave Drake I mean they're doing their things man like for real like Drake London has been very consistent and Chris Olave I'll, I'll, I'll roll with I'll roll with London I'm I'm not big on Chris Olave but Chris Olave is his volume is insane he's getting over like 10 targets every single game and his air yards are fucking unreal like, yeah but I don't, I don't know. and we'll see andy dalton's probably may, might be playing this week so i don't know we'll see i think actually drake, I think drake, i'll give him i'll give the drake, drake london yes because i like they're using a more conventional like at the end of the day like chris olave's doing like eventually do we not think alma Kamara is gonna get going you know what i mean like do we not think like driving you know what i'm saying it's just it's just they, there's a lot of mouths to feed where in the falcons offense he's the like drake london is the number one receipt like he's the number one for receiving wise, he's number one. Kyle Pitts is number two. That's just what it is. Like I, I do I agree with it? I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a football coach, but it's it's kind of it's making the Kyle Pitts pick look even more dumb. Like really, it's making that it's probably could go down one of the worst picks for y'all because y'all could have done better at that point. If yeah, y'all yeah, it, but it's still. I mean, we got. Uh, hopefully, if he stays with us, we got years to figure this out. You know, we got to get yeah. a quarterback that can throw. So we'll see. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, nah, I mean Jay White, his team's starting to look really strong, and like depth wise, his team's looking really strong. Like for real, for real. Like, I mean, all four of his running backs are startable. Like Austin Eckler, Damian Pierce, James Robinson, Brees Hall. 
all those guys are startable. Like, yeah, you could say Brees Hall's more of a flex guy, whatever. Shit, I'd be happy. Hey, go, hey, go ahead and bench Austin Eckler. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be happy to have Brees Hall right now with my situation. But, um, but yeah, and then same with the receivers like Tyreek Hill, Christian Kirk, Drake London, Chris Olave, like C- Curtis Samuel too. Like he has, he has good depth. I like roster. He, I mean, he's got fucking three defenses on his team. Hey, but. White man. You don't you don't gotta be at me on the messenger saying, Hey Russ, you believed in my team and nah you don't gotta do all that, man. I just gotta eye for I gotta eye sometimes for shit, you know, you know what I mean? But don't forget, man, after yeah. week one you was in that fucking messenger all depressed and shit. You so gotta you gotta you gotta eye for other people's teams, but you're 0 and three, so I don't <laughs> Hey man, it, it, hey, 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 it'd it, it be it be like that. Some hey, it'd be like that. I don't make I don't make I don't make excuses. Hey man, some I chalk it up, man. When somebody's doing good, I don't mind giving them their graces because I know what I this this stuff it don't last for me. It lasts for y'all. Y'all, you and some of y'all other your other little compadres. The lose the losing and no championships, that's for y'all guys. Don't don't add me there. I'm just 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 disregard me. I'm to the right, man. Don't 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 hey, talk too is, slick to me. Hey, we're we're in we're in a new season this year. We we are, right we definitely are, but just still tread lightly, man. Tell me, please tell me I'm trash. I would gladly have said to say yes. Right now I am trash. Well, yeah, yeah, but right now. You better stop right there. All right. Right now That's it's not it. looking good. I, I will say this. Running backs don't run fantasy. I'll just I I got an eye for things. I'll say I'll say that. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, uh, let's let's uh let's go into let's get into the next segment. Let's uh let's hit the injuries real quick. I, we already kind of said the main ones. Obviously, DeAndre Swift. He's on my squad. It looks like what they said. He has a shoulder sprain. Uh, from what I saw, Dan Campbell said that it they would, it'll benefit them to like let him rest for two weeks and then they go into a bye week. So it looks like DeAndre Swift might not be back till week seven. Um. And then Mac Jones, obviously he'll be out for a little while. High high ankle sprain. Um, I, Why did you not handcuff? Joe? He Why got drafted. He he got drafted early, earlier because I was gonna I was gonna draft him, but he got drafted. And I've been trying to trade nonstop to get him uh, before this injury, but uh, I just couldn't get it done. Um, and then David Montgomery, obviously he's hurt. Um, with David Montgomery being out. Lish, and this is going to go straight to the trades. Um, and I don't know, you know, how long Montgomery by out. He might play um, this week. We'll see. But this will go straight into the trades because both teams that had injuries have already made trades. Um, Lish, he made a trade and he went ahead and got Khalil Herbert from Colson, and Colson received Garrett Wilson. Um, fair trade. Um, I think I like that from Lish going and getting his handcuff, solidifying that whole role in the Bears backfield. That, 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 sounds, that sounds like a trade that Colson initiated. Yeah, and like Garrett Wilson, you know, Colson went and got a guy that he likes at the wide receiver spot. Because, I mean, Colson doesn't have – I mean, he has good running backs. If you were to say a weak spot Colson has, you know, it would probably be wide receiver. I mean, he has two good guys, Deontay Johnson and Gabe Davis. But, you know, bye weeks are going to happen. Injuries happen because Gabe Davis already missed. So he's like, I need to go get a wide receiver. So that worked out well for both of them. Um And then as far as me, I just made a trade literally like 20 minutes before we started recording. Um I made a trade with Lish. I traded away uh, Rashad Bateman and Chase Edmonds, and in return, I got Damian Harris and Elijah Moore. Um, it was mainly—I mean, this is my thing for me. 
is I need a guy that I can play the next three weeks. Obviously, Damian Harris doesn't have a good matchup this week, and I know Ramondre Stevenson is starting to get more work. Um, but I look at it as Damian Harris, he does have good touchdown upside, and it's a guy that I can play for the next two or three weeks and possibly keep in my RB2 spot if you know what I see happens the next two or three weeks. Um, but I need somebody to play because I – Yes, I do like going to the wave wire and playing guys that I feel comfortable with and making, you know, calling my shots. But at the same time, I can't do that for both of my running back spots. So, like, I got to get somebody that I can keep in there as, like, a staple, at least for the next three weeks. So, yeah, go ahead and drop. Yeah, just go ahead and drop JD McKissick and Naheem Hines, man. Fuck nah, man. I'm, I'm cool. Man, hey, look. JD McKissick scored as much as oh, Jonathan Taylor this week, man. <laughs> so, so, hey, man, man, leave me out of it. You can't comp- stop comparing, man. Well, everything don't got to be a comp- I don't, I'm just giving my opinion. It don't, just right. Don't, and what I'm saying is in the don't running back, be a comparison, no, man. Just, well, no, it's just saying at the running back landscape right now, guys like JD McKissick and Naeem Hines are being competitive with these fucking high end running backs that got drafted. It's just true. Doesn't even have to yeah, be from bro. you. It's been three. All right, bro. It's been three weeks, man. Come it's on, just, relax, it's, just, man. it's just true. Um, y'all, gotta, y'all gotta relax, man. Come no, on. I'm just saying, like, I don't I have zero issues starting a guy I know is gonna get me seven to nine when I have the wide receivers I have. Um but anyways, so yeah, that was my trade. I went and got Damian Harris for the next couple weeks until uh DeAndre Swift gets back. I had to get somebody. So um those are the only trades uh this week. Um, let's dive into the waivers. So waiver wires clear Wednesday. Um, so as far as waivers go, hey Rogers, hey Rogers, man, don't don't be rejecting any of my trades. <laughs> you, man, hey, I got. I might yeah, have, yo, I will, yo, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I, I, I'm probably never gonna ever get a trade off with him ever in history. I think we traded one time, and that was like maybe like four years ago went to, for me to get a quarterback to get Breeze off him. And, I mean, it's, that still took two weeks. And I had to give up more. I had to give up, like, Lamar Miller and something, like, just to get Breeze off him. And Breeze was on his bench. We weren't even playing him. Like, man, that's a hard dude to trade with, man. I don't know what the hell. I will, I will say this. I am in talks with him, but it's for next I, – I told him. I was like, look, I got a, a big trade, too. It's like a blockbuster. But I said, I got one more week. I got to, it's still early to make me a big move like that. So I got one more week to fill it out. But I'll be, I'm a big, a blockbuster might be upon us. Yeah, um, all you got to do is get him swift, man. That's the only thing he wants. Like, okay, move on. Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, so let's dive into the waivers, man. So waivers cleared uh, Wednesday. So Colson had the biggest bid. Um, and look, I won't say the unsuccessful bids, you know. I won't. I won't dive into that rabbit hole. But um, well, well, you know what? Let's we got we got we got five minutes. Let's let's just talk about that real quick. Just just so because just for everybody who read the messenger, like you know, just for disclaimer. So obviously with the um the fab with the waivers, obviously you can put your bid in, and if you're unsuccessful, the it shows on ESPN the the, the people who are unsuccessful. Now you will actually have to log in on a desktop, laptop, whatever, to look and see the offers that people put in and that were unsuccessful. It would not show that on the app. So there was just a little bit of discrepancy with few members that said, well, we don't we don't, we don't want to know who, you know, were unsuccessful or whatever, because at some point people could feel like that's a 
a competitive advantage on others. And some people feel like, well, I would want to know. So that could be an advantage for me. There is a 50-50 thing. But as long as one person in the league is not okay with it just being broadcast out there like that, I felt that we should just go ahead and nip that. You know, if you want to personally log on to your laptop and go, you know, log into your ESPN account and go look for yourself to see the offers report or whatever, that's fine. But some people are just never going to do that. Like, I already knew about this from last year. Like, I I never mentioned it because, I mean, I don't, I'm not logging in my laptop and looking, nor was I going to tell y'all for people who didn't know. So I just looked at it, saw it, and I just never really mentioned it. So when you saw that day was on the on the actual pod last week and you were like, oh, we can do that. I already knew it. That's why I was like, yeah, I, I know. But there are people that's like, I know Rashawn would never do that. Coast is never going to do that. So I don't want people to have somewhat of an advantage like that. Like, it's kind of like, one of, it's kind of like one of those like what's understood don't have to be explained like if you feel like you probably look, you use your laptop a lot so you're probably going to look at it almost every day so oh yeah oh yeah i'm that's, gonna look at it every wednesday yeah, yeah that sure. that's good for you but like for colson who's not gonna do that and maybe reynolds who's never gonna go on there i'm not gonna go on there for sean that's not gonna go on there and look at that it shouldn't be broadcasted out there it's but, one of them things like okay if you if you that's your little competitive advantage because you take the time out your day log in your laptop and look that's good for you but if there was a way for me to turn that off, I would turn that off for sure. This is this was my thing, and because this is, was my opinion on it. Because I personally assumed, because I love how it does it automatically on Sleeper. I love that because this is my thing. Is and this was where I was coming from. I I just was under the assumption that people like that and would want to know that. Like I immediately thought that because I enjoy it, and I know a couple other people enjoy it as well. And like, I never had anybody say, I don't like that. So like, yes, I did automatically assume because when I saw it yesterday, and again, I do think it does make for good content because the thing is, is like, and I'm not going to say, but there was definitely some bids this week where, you know, there's matchups involved and people got outbid and it's very interesting. Um, and I was just under the assumption and, and I agree and I understand that people aren't going to log in, but that's why I said I was going to post it so everyone does see it. Um, because in my opinion, if I know and other people don't, that does create some type of an unfair advantage, but not really. And if we're really talking, like being completely honest, everyone knows what they bid and what they're usually going to bid for certain players anyways. So it really doesn't sway the needle that much, in my opinion. But like I said, we've, we've been doing, but this, this is what I'm saying. We've done fab since 2017. And the thing is, is that we all do have a kind of idea of what we're willing to spend on certain things. Like, and I'll say this for example, because I won and I'll say what I bid. Because I I got the Packers defense and I bid 13. I know if I me personally, and this is me speaking, if I want a defense, I know I gotta spend double digits. That's just me. That's like and that's that's my opinion, and that's what I do. And I think that like, you know, if people don't want to, you know, they're and that's what I see kind of, and not saying this like weird to me, but it's like, it's obvious because like we get to see the successful bids. So we know what you have to bid to get certain things anyways. So it's like, we already kind of have an idea anyways. I just don't see it as like a, I, I, it's just in my personal opinion, if like I were to bid for something and I didn't get it, I would not be upset if someone saw that I bid something, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I didn't get it. Like, I would have zero issues with anybody seeing that. Okay, well, so this is the thing, too. Like, okay, I look at certain rosters, and I'd be like, okay, well, you know. Let's just say somebody's really deep at tight end, and they still have put in a a bid for Njoku, 
and still put a lot to have them. And it's just like, well, why would they do it? I don't really, I don't want to know people's, it's kind of like, it takes away the competitiveness a little bit to know what people, like kind of like why people go doing certain things or their tendencies to take certain receivers or running backs. Like I don't, with, with, with the amount that's in the pot, that part should not be put. Like I said, if that had, a, if there was a way to turn that off, I would turn it off. I genuinely would. I would turn it off and I wouldn't even ask nobody's to do it because at the end of the day, not everybody's going to utilize that tool. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Everyone is not going to log in and utilize that tool. And I don't think, and some people feel like, because when I was, I was, when you mentioned it last week, I was just like, I didn't really have an issue with it. But when I read what Colson put out there, and when I immediately when Reynolds and Colson, like, I don't want to know what people put in the unsuccessful bids and all that stuff like that. I immediately was like, you know what? They got a, they got a, they got a very good point. It's like that part should just be left out. There's still a pot too, man. Like we're not just like we're, there is a pot. So anything with advantages or whatever, it just should not be there. That's what I just can't help it because this, I can't. Find this that is all. where this is where I disagree with that whole. Situation. It's not an advantage at all. It's not advantage at all because you don't see the bids before they're placed. There's no advantage. But you see the you see the bids just because after, so you that, know what no, they're willing to no, spend on no, certain no, things. No, 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 no. I disagree. No, I disagree with that a million percent. Just because. Like, for example, I mean, like we see, right. That's what I'm saying. We disagree just because they have that certain viewpoint doesn't mean it's correct. Like I have my opinion. They have their opinion. This is what I'm saying is just because I know that like, say, for example, I bid 13 on Njoku this week, which I didn't, but it just, I would tell you if I, and you can go on there and look, I didn't. But if I were to bid 19 on Njoku or 13 on Njoku and didn't get him, that doesn't mean just because there's another tight end that comes up. That doesn't mean I'm going to like that specific player. Right, like it, just because it's another tight end doesn't mean I'm gonna spend thirteen again on a different tight end. Every situation's unique, in my opinion, when it comes to waivers. Like this week, for example, like thirteen on the Packers defense. Like I spent thirteen on the Packers defense. Just because I might want a defense next week doesn't mean I'm gonna spend thirteen again. Right? It all depends. Like it changes Man, week to week. Every waiver. Spent, the only reason why you spent that much on them because you weren't the only one that put bids in for them. The reason why you spent that much on them because you're gonna be able to use them potentially for like three weeks in a row. So you're going to put up more because you it's an advantage to spend more money to use them for multiple weeks in a row. You would not spend that $13 only to use them for one week unless you were in dying need for a win, which you're not. Or if it was like a, a like late in the season, you got to do everything you can to get in the playoffs and get a win this week. You're not in that situation either. So obviously common sense takes into place too. At the end of the day, it it is somewhat – okay, I see why is. Cause you're like, well, we all kind of know each other tendencies. Obviously, we don't. Cause when somebody puts in twenty five dollars for a defense, we all look at that like that's like, whoa, why he did that? When somebody put in fifty dollars for Odell Beckham and he's not even playing, it's like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, we really don't know each other tendencies, and nor do we need to know. But that's my, but that's my point. Need, just, we just don't need to know what people are trying this, to get but, or what they were looking for if they were unsuccessful. This is that's the, the point. But this is the this is my problem with it, and this is where I disagree. I don't look at it as trying to see people's tendencies. That's not the way I look at it. I look at it as like, damn, you won this league, you lost this week. I don't look at this. I'm not going to look at it like, say, for example, say, let's say, because White doesn't have issue with me saying this. And he, even though, and I don't even know his bids. Like, I did look at it, but I don't know right now. Let's say White put $12 on the Packers defense. Let's say he did. 
that doesn't for me be like, oh, I know White spends $12 on Packers defense and I put that in my memory bank and I use that going forward. That's not why I use it. The only reason I said I want to post it is because it's like you won, you lost this week on bids and we can talk about it. It's not about like trying to figure out people's tendencies. That's not what it's about. It's really not an advantage. Like I said, it's literally just like, a, oh, this situation happened this week and we go going to next week. And at zero, I can tell you this right now. I'm by no way taking that amount of time to be like, okay, I want this guy on the waivers. This guy did this this week. He might spend this. No. If I want a guy, I'm going to spend what I think I need to get to get him. Like it has nothing to do with what I think someone else is going to do. I mean, it does, but that's, you do that every time you do a waiver. So it doesn't really, like I, I think, it, I, me personally, like y'all think, I know some people thought I was doing too much just posting that. In my personal opinion, I think it's too much to think that like that's an advantage I, because it's public information. And but I was anything, trying to make it public anything, for everybody. Anything, anything that's a gray area like that goes to the people, goes to them. Yeah, it's, a, it's an opinion. That, no, and I agree, and that's fine. That's why I say I'm not saying anything about it. If people want to do that, that's fine, but like I'm going to look at it every week. Like it's public information. Everybody can look at it if they want to. And I was willing to post it for everybody, but if nobody wants to look at it, like I'm going to look at it. Like, and it's yeah, not. But, and, and that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like you, you, you'll take the time out, log in your laptop and look. And I said, I'm, I, I got, I'm fine. I'm fine with that because clearly ESPN doesn't have a way to turn that off. If there was a way to turn that off, I would turn it off. And I wouldn't ask because at the end of the day, I just don't think it should be public, public for everybody to go look at that and see who, who I didn't get, who he didn't get, or whatever. I don't think we should even know what people are looking for, and, trying to get an advantage on, you know. But since it's there and I can't do nothing about it, go feel free. You and whoever right. else want to do it. And, and, I, I, I don't. I'm not. I, I knew about it since last year. And I did. I saw it one time. And I never looked back again on it. And, and I didn't feel like I need to do all that. Coast is not going to do it. He's not going to take a timeout. Reynolds ain't going to take the timeout. And, and, but like this, this like another thing. Like it's not that I'm taking my time out to do it. I have to have this up on my laptop when we do the podcast because like I found it because I look at the waivers when we do the podcast, so it's right in front yeah. of my face. So it's not like I'm doing it. Like I'm going out. Like I literally just found it last week because we were looking up the waiver wires on the podcast, and because I do it me, on my for desktop. Me, for me, I'm gonna keep it real. If it was for ESPN to really. If it really was a tool for everyone to really see, and they would put, they would find a way to put it on app. I don't think so. Did. The reason I don't no, think so no, is no, ESPN no, is behind no, the game no, for bro. real. No, 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 bro. Everybody don't. Man, people don't really use desktops no more, bro. Like they only use desktops when they're doing anything type of like work stuff, anything dealing with like freaking podcasting. But nobody does. Everybody yeah. does everything off their phone majority. So if it was really something that ESPN deemed as a tool. For, for fantasy to utilize, you know, as part of the game consistently for everyone to utilize, they will find a way to put in app. That's where Believe I, me. I di- again, I disagree Dude, with that. They put 100... a league history in, bro. bro they Russ, damn sure will do you that. Are, Russ, on, you are, Russ, you're the commissioner. Come on, bro. No, stop. You're the commissioner. You know just stop, as much bro. as, That's no, listen, no, listen, no, listen to what I'm saying. You're the commissioner. You know just as much as me. You can't do a quarter of what you're supposed to do as a commissioner on your cell phone than what you can on a laptop. And you know that's true. So if that was the case, then you would should be able to do everything Bro, as a commissioner a from tab. your phone. They got a tab that says offers report. Click it. They should say they could fit in unsuccessful, bro. But your point point of what you just said, you said if it was a point to where like you, they wanted all managers to use it and it was like necessary for everybody. If that was the case, then they would do that for the league commissioner because you know just as well as I do as a commissioner, you can't rush. You you can't. 
you keep comparing two different things. What are you bro. talking? No, I'm not, not. No, it's have, not. Russ, I'm, I'm the. I am. I am the commissioner of the league. So there's there's league manager tools that don't have nothing to do with the rest of the individuals that's in the league of the players. No, no, Russ, league that's manager. not what I'm Hold saying. On, listen. Oh my god, listen to me. It's not what I'm saying. You're not. You don't even hear what I'm saying. You're not. You just listen I'm not to my point. And I'm. I'm not done. So you're not gonna get. You get to. Uh, let me finish my point so you will know what I'm trying to say. You're saying, you know, as a, as a commissioner, there's a lot of tools you cannot utilize from the app. I know that. Facts. But it's because those are tools that everyone else don't even need to touch. No, not They're true. not commissioners. Not true. So they don't need to touch and, and adjust scoring or nothing like that. Not true. Commissioner. Bro, let me finish my point, man. Let's come on. Cut it, man. Let, let me just finish my point. At the end of the day, you said it. Though I know we both know that there are tools that the commissioner needs that everyone else don't need to touch that's why it's not part of the app you're the commissioner to log into your laptop and make adjustments need to be but if you're just a player like fucking sapan or something you don't need to deal with anything with adjusting scoring or anything like that adding bench spots and stuff like that they don't need to have that on the app there's already a tab that says offers report and it only show it only shows the successful ones if ESPN deemed it that necessary to include it, they will include the unsuccessful the same way they include the successful. They could put it along the same tab. Put it in green, the ones that were successful, put it and put the ones that are red that are unsuccessful. That's one thing. If it was it's is there not a tab that you could click office report right now? Yes. On the app. Yes. And it's only showing the successful ones. They could add the unsuccessful with no issues, bro. You bringing up all kinds of other shit. They don't put it there because they don't deem it that serious or that necessary. And that's all I'm trying to say, bro. You comparing commissioner tools with adjusting bench spots and fucking adding and subtracting what teams and uh, uh, sending out invitations and all that shit. That don't got nothing to do with that. No, it's not. It's not what I'm saying. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying well, I made is it very clear. My point, just the, by right? Doing that. And what I'm saying is. This is my point. My point is to say, you're saying that there's league manager tools that you can use on your on your iPhone. There, as a commissioner, you know, with all the league manager tools, there are certain league manager tools as the commissioner that you can't do on your phone. That's my what point, I'm but no, no, thing. stop. No, we're not. We're not saying the same thing. You're saying that if it was necessary for it to be used on your cell phone then it would be on your cell phone, right? That's what you're saying. As far as, because that's your for point. The, for, for the, for the, for everybody. But, the, but, the, but there's other things, but there's other things on your desktop as a regular fantasy player that aren't on your, on your phone as well. There are, like I'm on it right now and there's things that I can go to as a normal player that's not a commissioner that are on the desktop that are not on the app. And my point is, is that the way the app is, it's not just going to put every single small detail on there. And the thing is, is that's my point, is there's necessary tools as a commissioner that you know you need that you don't have on your app. That That as is true. Yes. Yes. That, and that's what my point is. That The app is limited to, to what you can do on a desktop for a commissioner and for like a regular player. That They didn't, they, I can guarantee you, and I guarantee you they'll probably update it, or maybe not, because like I said, they really don't treat the fantasy app the way they should. They don't fully update it to where they need it to be they don't do that and so that's for, my point so, okay for, for you as a regular player in the league what is what 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 in there because 
like what on the app that they don't have for your access that you need? You have so, so you I can know so I can hit scoring leaders. Like there's different stats you can look at. You can look at obviously the small de- the the bare necessity details. Yes, you have that. The very like bare necessities you have that a hundred percent. Yes, you have you do. majority of what you need. But yes, no, you have everything you need as a regular player for the app. Yes, right. but I'm talking about the small details. I'm what I this is my point. ESPN didn't leave that out on purpose to be like, oh, you shouldn't, you you can only use this on the desktop and you can't use it on the app. What I'm saying is they're outdated and they haven't updated it. That's my point. It's not that like you're the, almost like the point you're making is like, well, there's a reason they don't put it up. There's no reason they haven't put it up other than they, they haven't updated it, it. Because they don't deem it as important. They feel like only the successful ones are important. That's literally what they did. If that was they the only, case, they well, wouldn't even put it on the desktop. They're just lazy. They haven't put it on the app. All Because, well, bro, like, I'm, they don't, it's not even that big of a deal, bro. They just don't feel like we're going to waste our time showing y'all who was unsuccessful. The main thing is showing who was successful, what they got it for, and how much they paid for it. That should be the biggest thing. Who was unsuccessful don't matter. That's what Colson and Reynolds and them trying to say. It don't matter to reveal that information. It's, look, but if you, like, yeah. look, I, uh, look, I'm, that's fine. I my whole point is I just thought it was interesting. I was never looking at it from a perspective of like it's an advantage. I'm going to use this. Like y'all can't like that's why I was going to send it to everybody and I just think it's fucking interesting. Like it's fun to look at like oh, I'm playing this guy. He bid this, I bid this. I might win. He couldn't have done, like he could have done something else. He could have bid higher. I think it's interesting content. That was my whole point of it. It has nothing to do with an advantage. There's a there's a there's a there's a there's a gray area. Because you, how you're viewing it, I'm not. I never said you were wrong for viewing it the way you view it, but I'm also not saying it's wrong for coaching and viewing it how he view. He viewing it like, man, that's an advantage for people, man. Because some people are just smarter than other people. Some people are more strategic than other people. They could utilize that as a very way, uh, as a way of kind of manipulating the situation, manipulating how they go forward utilizing waivers. I can't, I can't, I, I, could, I could look at that and be like, oh, maybe you might be thinking a little too much in it, but I can't look at it like, oh man, you're, you're off. Like, no, he, that's a good point because some people are just, to me, I'm not, a, I'm not very, very strategic at all and I don't want to be, but I know people who are super, everything they do is super strategic. They, they go through all the, the cracks and figure all the minor details to get to the same point I got to. And I'd be like, how did you get here? I took all this. I'm like, oh, I just got here this way. But I'm just like, damn, you're willing to do all that? and But that could be an advantage, bro. There's a pot, bro. Like, there is a pot. And it, right. And this is, and again, and this is to my counter argument, and then we'll get off this. My counter argument to that is me personally, and because, like, I don't view it as an advantage. I would have zero issues everyone knowing every bid that I do this year, even if I'm unsuccessful. Because that's my mm-hmm. vo- viewpoint. It's I think there's nothing to do with an advantage. Because I think if you want a guy and you bid to go get it, you're going to bid what you want to what you think you need to go get somebody. Mm-hmm. That's the way I view it. Like I don't view it as any type of advantage. Like I have zero fucks if anybody goes and looks and see what I bid. I do not care. I, I give zero fucks. And like that's my opinion on it. And if they think it's mm-hmm. an advantage, that's cool. But it's public information. If you think it's an advantage, if you think someone's getting one over on you, uh-huh. you ha- it's public information. That's where I disagree. And, that, and, and that's, that's what, my and point. That's, and that's what I'm saying. If you, if, you, if you want to log on to your laptop and look at it, feel free. But for the individuals that don't are not going to do that and don't, want to do that 
they don't have to. Don't, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's cool. And that's what I and I dig- and I digress with. I already said that I'm not going to say anything about it, right? Yeah, and and, and we just, I just wanted to cover it because obviously anything that goes in the chat, everyone ain't looking. And when it's something dealing with stuff like that for the, like individuals like Sapan, like Sapan, he I sent him a link to the podcast. I think he listened to a few episodes, but like Vashon, he got the link. Like he probably don't because he just be doing a whole bunch of other shit. Like so for the individuals that's not as in tune as us and when they just read something like that in a message they're probably like yo what the fuck but if they listen to the podcast they got the answer you know what i'm saying instead of us having to just write paragraphs or paragraphs in the message that's why i was just meant to brought it, up and it, I, right and, and and let's just clarify again there mm-hmm. is nobody has an advantage over anybody with this because it is public information and my whole thing is i was going to broadcast it to everybody but if other people don't want to see it that's fine I'm gonna look at it because I think it's interesting, and I'm not like Man, per- you. You you keep saying nobody has an advantage. I'm saying people have an advantage depending on how strategic they are. Yes, if if they way. use it as a strategic tool and they say this person bids this and I'm gonna bid this, sure. But so you so so you telling me for how you because you are strategic, you can't say you're not. So you're strategic. You you're not gonna make me believe you're not gonna look at that and see tendencies and be like hmm. I already, but this is my thing. This is my point. We've been doing this shit for five fucking years. I knew I needed to bid 13 to get the Packers. Did I get the Packers? Yes. I didn't you, look at, I didn't have to look at any tendencies for that but shit. We, but this is a day, <laughs> That's bro. my point. Ah, you, and you would have been fucked up if JY would have put $25 on that motherfucker. You probably I wouldn't have been fucked up. I would have just played the Eagles and been like, fuck it. I, I'll I'm go next week. I knew to put 13 I got him. You didn't think JY was putting $25 a couple weeks ago for the Pittsburgh either. Yeah, but that we was, I mean, but nobody, nobody bid on them. That, that was just stupid. <laughs> but like, like nobody put a bid on them. But like, that's fine. But that's what I'm saying. Like, and again, yes, you're. But that's the glory of not knowing the bids before they happen. Somebody could have put 17. I'd be like, damn, they got me. But that's it. And like, I and then it's over. And it's a new week. That's the way I view it. Like, sure. But like, I felt confident bidding 13. I would have been able to snag them. Because you know, it's funny. As you said it like two weeks ago when I bid 11 to get the Eagles, you were like. Damn, 11 for a defense? That was like, okay, he's not bidding 11. Like, you know what I'm saying? I use shit like that. Like, like I know I need to bid 13 then, and that's what the fuck I did. So, so. I put, I put, the only reason why I would even want to put 12 on them was because you could literally utilize them for three weeks in a row. Right, like, and I, real, right, three, no, and I agree with that, that's and that's why I did it too. For yeah. one week, there probably only been like five, six dollar bids on them joints, you right. know what I'm saying? But, yeah, all right, yeah, let me run through these. My phone's about to fucking die. Um, all, right. all right, so Njoku, 17 from Colson. Um, I got the Packers for 13. Um, Rodgers got Zay Jones for 7. Craig Reynolds for 7. Uh, Lish got Josh Palmer for 6. And then you got the Vikings defense, Isaiah McKenzie and Brett Maurer, all for $0 bids. Um, I think Isaiah McKenzie for zeros. The fact, yeah, that... I, I like that. The fact I, I put him on the same level as Joshua Palmer and Zay Jones, you spent zero on that. Um, but um, I should just took Joshua Palmer, man. Keenan Allen, weak ass man. But um, but yeah, yeah man. This man, this man left with a fucking trainer today. Ugh. Yeah. Fucking pathetic, man. But um, but yeah, man. I feel I feel good about the Packers defense. <laughs> with all that being said. Man, you might buy Hoyer my fuck around and rock the asses, man. Shit, me. Cool, fuck I got you. Damien Harris. I'm cool with it. <laughs> you say you got Damien Harris? Yeah, I'm cool with okay. it. All right, man. What you got preview for tonight? Last thing, people? last thing. This is what we'll do. We'll hit up uh, some key matchups uh, going into this next week. Um, you know, you know, obviously tonight we got the Bengals, we got the 
um, Dolphins. A lot, of, lot, lot of fantasy players playing tonight. There are for sure. Um, you know, not to say the match can be decided, but oh, you, you got a matchup. Um, Who I play? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit! Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase coming at you hot Thursday night. Um, so that, I mean, that's really the biggest one that because he has. I got the stack. too. That's crazy. Yeah, that's gonna be very interesting. Um, hey man, throw all them touchdowns to T Higgins, man. We even. Let's roll. That's what's interesting though, too, though, because he's going to eat off that too with Joe Burrow. So that's 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 going to be fun. It, that's gonna it be... only works if T Higgins catches touchdowns. Yeah, um, that'll be a fun that'll be a fun matchup to watch. Uh, but that is a key hey, matchup man, too, man. Because let's be honest, we're getting into the season where it's like must win situations, and it's yeah. I mean, I'm definitely you're in a must, must win. So yes. yeah, I mean, you're zero three. There's only two zero and three teams. There's two must win situations. We got Russ at zero and three versus Winstein at two and one. Right now, we got Russ projected one eleven and Winstein one hundred five. Um, yeah, fuck them projections. Oh, yeah, 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 they're trash. I agree. Um, and then the other must win situation Stupid we got Mike Clay. Mike Clay, man, we got, man, Mike Clay, <laughs> fucking nerd. Like, get it together, man. They fucking yeah, trash. Um, and then Matt Barry or Matt. Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna make a Matt Berry joke, and his shit was. Hey, yo, do you, hey, do you be watching his new show? No, I, yo, I did see a clip of it. Look, he was like drinking. He was funny as bro. Fuck. It's called Happy Hour. Hey, man, that shit. That yo, should look they good. They should never let Matt Berry go. Bro, they just gave him all the money. I think me, I, I think I didn't think he wanted to leave, but I think NBC was like, it's NBC, right? Yeah, I, they I gave think him. They I think they were like, bang, they bang. gave him a bag, and they were like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Fuck you want to do? Yep, yep, yep. And he was like, sure, I'm down. So I, I did see a clip, and I was like, damn, that looked pretty cool. Yeah, I used to think lie, he was man. goofy, he's somebody, but I saw that shit. He's, some, he's somebody on my butt. I, I, I just want to meet him in person, bro. I just like, I like, I just like him, bro. I just, I just. I said, he was like cussing and shit too. Yeah, I he was like, like him, bro. I saw when I saw him, I was like, oh yeah, he changed. Like my opinion of him changed because I was like, I always thought he was straight, but like he got out of his box a little bit. He looks pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then other must win: Sapan versus Reynolds. Sapan's zero and three, and this is gonna be a tough matchup, man. Reynolds um, one and two. Um, that's honestly, it's, I, it's definitely not a must win for Reynolds by any mean, but. You know, that would put him at one and three. I mean, there's a couple of people one and three, like I am as well. Like, I'm not in a must win, but like, I one need and two. one. You one and two. You're not one and two. One, yeah, yeah, one and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> every loss counts, but you don't want to fucking throw that shit. One and two. Yeah, way. I'm one and two. Um, but then, like, other key matchups with, like, um, we got a couple three. We got two three and no teams left. We got Rowan and we got, um, Oh, that's a key matchup, and then we got Rogers at three and zero versus Jay White. That's a very big matchup. I like this is probably my matchup of the week, aside from the um, you know must wins, is Rogers versus Jay White, a divisional matchup. White's coming in hot at two and one, and Rogers is three and zero. So um, that's gonna be a really good matchup. Um, Rogers, I mean Jay White's team's looking scary, man. Respect. Um, Tyreek, you say looking scary. Man, it's just this. What's, what's making a difference is literally quarterbacks too right now. Like quarterback, like, them elite, them Jalen Hurts, uh, Josh Allen, and Lamar Jackson, and to a lesser degree, like Patrick, right now. Like, well, it, that's I agree. It's because nobody else is performing well consistently. That's what I'm saying. Like, nobody. Not, not, they're not even like like, bro. You yo, this Lamar Jackson put up forty one like. And you got a quarterback that just gave you like 17, 18, man. That's a big gap, There's bro. not, because that's my point. What I just said is there is not one. You can, I can't, I personally cannot name one fantasy football player right now 
that is coming out putting up like consistent like twenty point games. Like usually every are you year. Talk, are you talking about quarterbacks or just like everyone like, other than quarterbacks? The, um, nobody else. Like if you look at the other guys that are at the top of their position, like Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Amon Ross, Brown, they had like one big game. And they've mm-hmm. had some letdowns. Like, I mean, I, I guess Amon Ra's been like 10, 10, 40. Yeah, that's good. But not, there's no, like, none of the running backs are performing. Like, nobody's scoring 20 consistently. Like, you don't know what to get from anybody right now. It's kind of crazy. Like, that, and that's where I agree with you. That's why these big quarterbacks are running shit. That's why you just got, that's why you really just got to stand pack and, like, just wait. It's kind of a wait and wait to see. I mean, it could be too late, too, because, like, look at me, I'm on three. I don't have no, I don't have no type of consistency for my team. Like everything's up and down. Nobody's having like a blow up game. The most points I got from a skills player is twenty six. Like that's one time. Like nobody else had even crossed twenty points. So it's kind of like just don't know what you you. And I'm look, man. I don't give a fuck. I say what I want to say, and that's what it is. And I can keep it real. I don't right now is a stand for me. It's stand pack and just wait to see something because. You don't want to give let go of something too early and then it bites you in the ass. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, that's why you draft a certain individuals. Now, if you have some type of consistency from other players, you would know what you want to do also. So the way the league is right now is for all the, for all everybody else who got players on the team that are performing somewhat good, maybe a little inconsistent, but still helping you win, feel good because at the end of the day, some people are still not. The only person I think really should be really, really happy with what's going on with their team right now is really, like, white. Because he is looking right now, he don't really have too much of a hole at the moment. He don't. Everyone I, else I say, no, I, I say I put Reynolds in that category, too. Because, like, I don't think Reynolds has a hole at all, either. I yeah, mean, yeah, my bad. Yeah, Reynolds, so, too. I, I, and, I, and I told you you had, like, the best team last week overall. Yeah, so, yeah, y'all, I, too. I everyone agree. else is looking. Everyone else is looking like, oh shit, my running backs are. Sucking. And even and yeah, and even there. and even like Rogers, like Rogers is two and zero or three and zero, and he's like, yeah, he has really good wide receivers, but his running back. I mean, Cordell Patterson obviously saved him this week, but like Kareem Hunt, Cordell Patterson, it's just like that is still a little bit of a hole. But I mean, he gets to make that up with Mark Andrews, so like you know, it, yeah, Ooh. man. Do and, I, I, and, and, and low key, I, I told you you picked him too early, man. My bad. That's my bad. Yeah, you, you, you got you got that one, and you that's where one. I and and again I, I agree with you until shit starts leveling out. Shit, I don't even know if it's gonna level out, but like it's like those position yeah, advantages. And that, and that's what I was trying positional, to tell. Positional positional advantages are winning right now. Like the quarterbacks and tight ends, they're winning right now for sure. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to tell Coulson yesterday. I was just like, bro, like I don't I don't even know this shit go level. I'm I'm hoping it does, but it just might not, and it's just gonna continue being like our career might not be. <laughs> nothing this year like yeah. he's literally not even startable right now literally yeah. he's not as startable that's crazy as hell yeah like to even think that Alvin Kamara somebody you picked in the early late first round early second round to not even technically be startable like whew. yeah man uh, hey week four man hey getting into week four is... hey man I need a I need a I need a win man I if if, if I'm gonna say this if I don't win most likely going to the playoffs is I'm is is most likely is probably gonna be out. You, I won't say hundred percent out because I know I could get hot and keep going because I I I really like my team, but I'm really shocked that I, they're not performing. I'm really shocked because I really like like I really like the squad. Like I ain't gonna yeah. lie, and I like my receivers, and I, like those those are the spots going into the season. I was like, mm, I might need to shake that up. 
All right, shake that up, and then the running back shit. And Melvin Gordon, just go away, man. Yeah. Just go away. Yeah, I, that's tough. Green hair, man. And, that, and that's on, where man. I where I agree with you. In my personal opinion, seven and seven is like the cutoff for you to get there. So yeah, if you start out zero and four, that means you really only got like three losses left the rest of the year. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Hill. And, and I'm gonna be tough. honest. And yeah, and I'm gonna be honest. Like if I don't get a win this week, I'm one and three, so I'm not far behind you. So like I, I, me personally, I feel this as a must win for me. I know it's not, um, but I still feel that way. You know, so uh, just from me from a personal standpoint. But hey, man. We'll see, man. Hey, tonight, Bengals, Dolphins. That's a big matchup for you, man. Yeah, you, you aren't even going to watch it. You don't want to torture yourself? No, no. Yeah, I'm watching it. <laughs> oh, but I ain't going to lie. I did, this year, I, I don't even be looking at my fantasy. Uh, usually, I'm like, watching the game, looking at my fantasy shit, man. I'm, this year, like, man, I'm watching the fucking games, bro. Especially when the Giants play. Like, I watch the full game. I don't even look at – I don't even watch Red Zone like that. I think Red Zone kind of – like. I don't see how people watch football off red zone like all day on Sundays. Like that's the only way they watch football. I'll be like, dang, y'all don't actually watch the games that y'all really want to watch. Like the Bills and Ravens. Like y'all not gonna actually like sit down and watch that game. Like for real. Like I'll be I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you. And this hurts me to say this, but I I well when the Falcons are on, I'm I jump between the Falcons and Red Zone. But when it's like when it, the Falcons aren't on, I'm on red zone hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like sure. you don't like you don't like and that's like the one o'clock and four o'clock games, right? Of yeah, course. one o'clock to four o'clock. I'll may, I'm mainly on the Falcons, but I still go back every commercial. Like I hop into the red zone, then hop back to the Falcons. But then, like pretty much the whole four o'clock games, I'm straight in the red zone because really only like, especially when these bye weeks are having, it's only like three or four games going on at once. So you really get to watch all of them. That's why I like watching. Nah, it. man, when the Giants are on, I'm watching the whole. I don't. I'm watching the whole fucking game, and like if there's like a big matchup, like that Bills and uh, Ravens game, like. I don't know if that's a one o'clock game. If it is, it's of course I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to click back and forth between that and the Giants game. But I I won't be watching Red Zone. It, it all time. I will uh, to be fair too. It all depends on what games I have broadcasting locally too though. Because like if it is, I agree with you. If it is a good game, yeah, I'll watch it over the Red Zone. But like a lot of times when it's like shit games, I'm like, nah, fuck it. I'm just gonna rock with the Red Zone. Um, mm. But anyways, yeah, we're just, we're rambling now at this point. Um, hey, week four. Here we go, man. We're in the thick of season, man. It feels good. If it still feels good, even though I'm one and two, I'm just happy fantasy football's here. Because uh, shit, anything can happen. Um, well, that being with, with that, <laughs> with that being said, follow us at the Trenches FFL on Twitter, uh, on Apple and Spotify. Um, yeah, man, leave us a leave us a rating, um, comment interact with us. I got to get more active, man. I've just been crazy busy, man. I've been so fucking busy. Um, yeah, you better have a, you better, yeah, you better, yeah, you better man. Have a, I, I just yeah. had my, I just, man, I just had my anniversary, you know, where my, where my, 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 my anniversary is today. Mine was Sunday. That's why, that's why this morning I was like, yo, I can't like get on right now. Like I'm kind of sick too. That so some of our plans had to get postponed to like maybe tomorrow, Saturday. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm sick. And so. I'm, and I'm, my job's crazy too. So like, that's, we're still going to get one in every week. For man, sure. put them little punk ass high schools to work, man. Like oh, I'm trying, man. I've been hiring. I've been trying to hire people left and right, man. Shit's fucking. Trash. Man, you work six days a week, five hours. Let's go. Get your ass up in here. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. See y'all. Uh, see y'all next week. Let's go.